This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 776 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Wintech Saddles, featuring the Easy Change Fit Solution. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from the Dressage Radio Show, episode number 199. Dressage Radio Show co-hosts Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Philip Parks, joined by Glenn the Geek, will continue their list of Carl Hester's best, not just for dressage riders, tips. But first, let's hear from today's sponsor. Many riders know the frustration that comes from their saddle not fitting or no longer fitting. Many hours and many more dollars are often spent trying to compensate for a poor fit or buying another saddle, only to have the same thing happen again months later. Enter the Easy Change Fit Solution, available on Wintech Easy Care Saddles. By combining the Easy Change gullet system introduced over 15 years ago with the new Easy Change riser system, Wintech now offers an unparalleled scope of adjustment for a total fitting solution that's not only easy, but measurable, giving total confidence to be able to make changes to the saddle. Whether you're a serious competitor or ride horses for the sheer joy of it, choose a saddle with the easy change fit solution that puts your horse's comfort first. Enjoy the peace of mind in knowing that your saddle offers full adjustability and is able to meet the changing needs of your horse. Find out more today at EasyChangeFitSolution.com. Great. Well, Reese, All would right. you like to go back to our list, our Carl Hester's list, I guess, and uh, and continue on with these tips? I think they're really helpful for uh, for me. It's a, gave, so. gave me something to think about. You know. Yeah, I think so. Pass, so. Absolutely. So we did one through ten last week, and so we're gonna do eleven through twenty this week. So number eleven, create a workstation on your yard or farm where everything to do with with work happens. For example, tacking up and washing off. And keep a stable for relaxation only. Then your horse knows when he's totally relaxed and when he's in the stall and when he's expected to work. Um, we, we have this at my barn. Philip, do you have that at your barn? I mean, yeah, I've crossed eyes, right? I mean, right. I think with, with many indoor barns, that's that you're always going to have a, an area, right? I think it's just tough yes. in the outdoor yards to uh, sometimes you have to create an area. So we see this in England quite a bit, but uh, not, no, not normally in. Uh, North American issue. So what are we on? Number 12? Number 12. If, you, if your horse is too sensitive to the leg, work on lots of downwards transitions. I like it. I think, I think that's, that's right. Yeah, pretty much a yeah. no-brainer, but uh, um, a helpful tip could, anyways. You know, yeah, you don't I want them running say, and going fast all the time. So, Right. And I can say upward transitions too. I think horses that are sensitive to the leg need to have the leg put on them. Um, and I think that's that's a that's feel a it and be comfortable and not want yep. to run away all the time. So, yeah, yeah. All right, number thirteen. Lots of transitions between canter and trot will help to improve the trot by getting him to carry more weight on his back end. 
Absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah. And when you think about it, you know, the canter is is the gate, just the way that the mechanics of it work, um, that they have to sit on, you know, because they kind of rock a little bit back and forth. They have to sit on their on their hind leg a little bit. So, you know, you got to use the different gates to improve. You can use the canter to improve the trot and sometimes the walk to improve the canter, you know, like you just mix them all up. Like, you know, if you feel that it's not right and uh, and you're working away, working away, change the gate up. Do something a little bit different that way and you might come back to the trot and feel and feel that it uh, it improved it. But, you know, just this is another one on just transitions, transitions, transitions. Number 14, to maintain balance while you're working your horse, use lots of half halts. Think about using one before you ask your horse to do anything. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we can we could yeah. do a whole week show on yeah. on just that statement. Um half halts. There's lots of different places yeah. to half halts. There's a little bit different ways to make half halts depending on what you're working on, but yeah, the half halts kind of like a mini transition. So again, another one about transitions and and rebalancing the horse all the time. I love it. You know, I just made a note because I think we should do a whole show on half halts. And we'll get a couple of trainers on to, to describe half halts and what they mean because we all hear half halt, half halt, half halt. You know, what does that mean? So we'll, we'll come back. I made a note, everybody. We'll revisit that um, on another show. But number 15, give your horse sugar during training sessions as a reward and to help him mouth the bit which will encourage him to salivate and make him lighter in the hand. You know, I normally give sugar when I'm bidding the horse, you know, but it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. to have to have a cube in your pocket or, or something. We use sugar and mint sometimes. So, um, yeah, I think that's Yeah, good. and I use, I use sugar too sometimes when I have a horse that's a little bit funny to get on. I think uh, yeah. actually I oh, learned yeah, that. Oh, yeah, big time, yeah. To make you know, them wait and just, yeah. uh, it's a training make, tool, right? Yeah, make them wait and then you, you have to make sure that you have a sugar in your hand. But um, mm-hmm. I don't always, once, once they sort of get better at it. So I guess I kind of, I do do this a little bit when, when getting on. So if I need to get them to stand still. Number 16, riding your horse on and back involves asking him for a few lengthened strides before asking him to come back to his working pace. Then repeating it several times. This is why will help you to get him to carry his head and neck and achieve self-carriage. This yeah, is about, I, yeah, and transitions within the gate, right? We talk about right, transitions, transitions, walk, trot, canter. We talk about half halts. And then this is, again, going back to transitions to, you know, small gate, big gate, little lengthening. You know, even even the young horses, even though we don't ask them to extend or, or really collect, you're doing tons of a little forward, a little back, playing with the gate, keeping the horse interested. Um, we do this all the time. It's really yeah. helpful. Yeah, very helpful. Okay, number 17. When doing tempi changes, a series of flying change, with more advanced horses, we ride along the wall of the arena to help keep the horse straight. This, this is, is yeah, we got into back, <laughs> you know, from a basic thing to this is a more complex thing, but right. uh, it's very important when you're doing flying changes, you know, dressage wise, to do them on, a, you know, to be able to do them on a very straight line that keeps the horse jumping through not losing balance side to side as you're going, you know, back and forth. But even that one change, you know, I think before I even start tempi changes, I, I make sure that I'm able to do a flying change down the down the long side and use, use the wall a little bit. Uh, you know, straightness is so important in the changes. Agreed. No, I think, you know, you need, I, I do them on the wall. I do them on the circle. Uh, so, you know, so many of us see on the test where you go on the diagonal and you ride five fours, you ride five threes. But you need to be able to do them in different places. Um, yeah, all over the arena. The test the all over. And, yep. and you ask different questions. So, 
yeah, I mean, if you're practicing away the third level test, and you know, I think the change is always, almost always on the diagonal. But when you're training, train it in different places, right? Yeah. That, uh, that stops the horse from anticipating the change a little bit and can make the whole th- idea more relaxed. Number 18. With a horse who is trained to do collected canter, you want to aim for a speed where someone can walk alongside you. Huh. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> Carl's so my hero. It depends. Yeah, it depends on who's walking, right? <laughs> How walk. fast they're walking. <laughs> Well, and on a Grand Prix horse, you should be able to do that. Um, but well, that wet. Yeah. <laughs> takes a, I think that, t- I mean, I've never tried it, but I think that's a, a new goal for uh, my Denali that someday he can canter with someone walking next to him, not running at full speed ahead. Uh, that's <laughs> interesting. I've never thought about it that way, but I like the, the idea. It's, I think a, the it's, visuals. A, it's an interesting idea. I think, you know. It's got to be a pretty um, trained get the horse. horse. A little bit backwards if you do this too much, but um, yeah, <laughs> you know, I That's always think be a when doing, doing collected canter that you want to, you know, before you when you make collected canter to walk, you want to be covering just as much ground in the canter as you would in the walk, and then you can have a nice transition. I think that's yeah. how I that's how I really approach the the collected canter and getting that idea that maybe not someone, but at least another horse could walk alongside you and cover the same amount of ground. Right. Right. No, I like it. So number 19, use leg yields in the canter to make your horse move more aware of your legs. I, I do this myself. I, I, I actually tra- uh, went to a wonderful clinic in Louisville and taught this weekend. And I use this a couple of times on a couple of different horses um, to get them yep. a little more off the inside leg, uh, but also um, a couple of them were crooked. So it's a good exercise for that. So it's a good yeah. exercise. I see that a lot as uh, horses that like to carry in the, you know, kind of only in the canter that their hind leg a little bit in, in front of their foreleg, like a little in trav air instead of shoulder in, right? So you start with a little leg yield, just like in trot. You start with a little leg yield to teach the horse shoulder in, so eventually the horse will be able to shoulder in in, uh, in canter properly with the hind leg underneath and pushing the wither up and all that wonderful stuff. So I use that uh, on straight lines, but also on the circles to be able to actually leg yield into the circle and canter a little bit. That helps the horse not lean so much, um, you know, on the smaller circles and, and get, get the balance better. So lots of leg yield and canter. It's perfect. Uh, where are we at here? Number 20. Mm-hmm. To help you maintain the rhythm while riding, keep a song in your head and sing it to yourself while you ride. That's a good idea. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, and I, 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 in my indoor, you know, now I, I put up a sound system, and I tell you, I really like it. I find myself, it uh, keeps me a little bit more engaged. And by horse number five, when I'm in there by myself, I like it. And, and I yeah, like the music. Great. So yeah, I think the there's a lot on, to it. Get the music a going a little yeah. bit. And it helps everybody stay a little bit more relaxed. But uh, And the sports psychologists say that you should have your own song. So when, you, when the stress comes on uh, about showtime and you're, you're getting tacked up and you're, you're riding your warm-up, Everybody should have their own song. That's their go-to place, and they should sing it to themselves when they're super stressed out, especially on show day. Uh, Reese, what's your song? Yeah. So, what would you pick Ooh, as your song? What would I pick as my song? It's interesting that he said that because it should be one that you can get a rhythm to. Uh, it's it's not only anti-stress, but it also helps get you get in the rhythm. Literally, I'm pick, I'm going to pick "Staying Alive." Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Actually, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of because it does have a good it. rhythm, a good beat to it's it. It's got an excellent rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, it has a good message too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, exactly. It's more of an inventor yeah. song, though. I would think yeah. staying alive. That's true. <laughs> 
And that's a wrap. If you enjoyed Reese, Philip, and Glenn chatting about all things dressage, you can tune in every week at dressageradio.com. You can also find lots more tips about becoming a better rider at horsetipdaily.com. Just look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible, and they also make some pretty awesome saddles. Today's tip has been brought to you by Wintech Saddles, featuring the Easy Change Fit Solution. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.